dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Well, dear friend, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru, currently ministering both in Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company here in South Australia. And I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener. Wherever you might be, you have tuned into the right station. This is the right place to be. And all across the country, we want to welcome you to Faith FM positively different radio station. Well, friends, our theme for this week has been the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture. Obviously, we are all aware, most of us are all aware that uh, the social trends and the Hollywood films and other things that are happening in the media world tends to be more interesting and the Bible uh, and many a times does not appear to be as interesting as uh, some of these things. So the theme is the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture, but today we want to focus on the topic, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? And truly, it is a jungle indeed, for there's a lot to uh, navigate through and there's a lot to uh, filter and screen and there's a lot which parents have to deal with today. Both uncles and grandparents, uh, we are all aware that, that truly there's a lot out there that is not the best for our little ones and for anyone really for that matter. And so, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? Uh, I believe that... Um, we, uh, yeah, we, we, we are all going to learn and benefit from today's, uh, topic. And, uh, this is not just something that, uh, parents alone can benefit from, but I believe that every single person, uh, listening today will be able to learn something from this. Now, let me just start off by once again introducing, uh, co-host for today. In fact, he and I tend to kind of rotate on this, uh, 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 radio program on a Thursday. And I want to also, uh, before I actually introduce him, uh, just for those who might be listening in for the first time, but let me just uh, go back a little bit and welcome those individuals who uh, who have been listening to Faith FM for a while and those whom we have invited. Personally, I've invited some of my friends and uh, I know that um, uh, there's a lot of people who might be listening uh, because they were invited by another, uh, Faith FM listener or presenter. And, uh, uh, you know, we do have an exciting program here in South Australia for those who will be in town or th- for those who live here in South Australia where you will get to meet the presenters. Oh, friends, let me tell you, you want to be there. And the person whom I'm about to introduce now is one of the Faith FM presenters. Pastor Hugh Heenan, how are you, Pastor Hugh? Oh, I'm doing really well there, Fabiano. It's great to be back with you here in the studio and with our listeners as well. And like yourself, I'm really looking forward to uh, the upcoming presenters' dinner and yes. getting to know uh, those that uh, we've been speaking with and have been listening in uh, and uh, taking a little time to, uh, I-, I guess, make things 
around the other way. I took yes. some time to to hear from you and right. uh, and to listen to some of your stories and what's, yes. uh, you know, what God's been doing in your life. Mm. And so really looking forward to meeting uh, many of you at the Presenters Dinner. Yes. And, and when is that uh, again, Fabiano? Yes, so the Presenters Dinner is coming uh, on September the 16th. September the 16th, you won't want, you won't want to miss it. It's going to be at 6 p.m. on a Saturday at 7 Belleville, Belleville, I guess. B-A-L-L-V-I-L-E, Bolville Street. All right. Seven Bolville Street in Prospect here in South Australia. And so you won't want to miss that. 6 p.m. So there is a dinner for you, my friend. So you don't have uh, to prepare something for that night. You could just. Always a bonus. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so September the 16th, <clears throat> if you really want to reserve your free seat, you really have to go to faithfm.com.au slash events that is faithfm.com.au slash events or just call the south australian conference of the seventh adventist church here in south australia and or or for that matter faith fm just call faith fm and uh, they will make sure that uh, your free seat is reserved and so, friends, yes, Hugh, you are a regular presenter on the uh, mm. faith fm program yes that's right um let me just you know, ask what have you enjoyed uh, so far about being on the radio program? <laughs> One of the things I really enjoy is the is the happy uh, banter that you and I enjoy, <laughs> uh, and and uh, bouncing off each other, but mm. also really digging deep into God's word and, yeah. and and learning in very practical ways yes. how to apply God's best to our everyday lives That's and, and to transform the everyday yes. into something that be more special because wow. God's in it. And so, yeah, just love that part of uh, of the radio, and mm. of course, getting to share that with a wider audience uh, to. Yes. Together. We're one big radio family, I guess you'd say. Hey, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how you say family. You are man uh, 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 with uh, family yourself, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Much like yourself, Fabiano. Um, <laughs> a little bit further down the track than yourself, but okay. uh, I think we're about this. We're, we're even peggings at the moment, aren't we? I think <laughs> yes, uh, yes, I've yes. got three, you've got three. That's right. Uh, you and I, we're at that juggle stage exactly. uh, of family life. And mm. so if, if you're anyone uh, or anyone out there is like uh, Fabiano and myself, you know exactly what we're talking about when we yes. say the juggle. Yes. Uh, that's right. You know, and uh, maybe it's, uh, yeah, look, if you were listening to us or talking to us at any other time, <clears throat> you know, maybe in our lounge room or over the telephone or some other occasion, uh, we're probably either, in Fabiana's case, going to have a baby on the knee, another one on the arm. In my case, I'm going to have uh, uh, one that's uh, jumping around, <laughs> jumping around and uh, yeah, bouncing off walls and and uh, and another one that's uh, sort of hiding away mm. because they reach that teenage stage and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and another one that's uh, leaning in for cuddles. So, you ah. know, uh, we're, we're family men, aren't we? Yes. And uh, it's yes. great to belong, though, to the family of God and Amen. have, have the, uh, I guess you'd say, have the example yeah. uh, of a Heavenly Father that right. helps us as dads, and of course it's uh, come to think of it, yeah. it's Father's Day. Oh yeah, we actually get a we get a day, don't we? Exactly. Yeah, that's not too far away now, is it? That's right. Yeah, yeah no, mm. it's good that you, yeah, reminded me of that. We we probably <laughs> should do something on Faith FM. Hey, and shout out to all the fathers, uh, well in advance. And uh, truly, it is a blessing mm. to uh, be a parent, to be a father, and I know it is a blessing as you know to be a mother as well. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite author says that 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 job the job of a mother is the most important job in the whole world but mm. this time I'll you know, as much as we love our mothers, but I want to thank all the fathers out there and uh, just say, hey, well in advance, it is a privilege. And I pray and hope that uh, uh, we do not overlook uh, that uh, that privilege. And uh, let me just share something before we actually get into the study of today. Something that was published uh, not long ago, um, and uh, this uh, was published uh, in this year, however, uh, in May. 
And um, the header to this uh, article uh, says, uh, just give me a minute here, I'm scrolling just to the top. Uh, all right, here it is. It says, um, our fathers, families will rather see a sermon. Now, that was quite an interesting title when I, when I saw that. Um, but, uh, I just realized I, I, I should be reading the, a different title. Sorry. Here, here's the title that I'm more interested in. Uh, it says here, uh, most Americans raised by Christians moms are still Christians today. Um, now I found this to be quite fascinating. My, uh, published on May. Uh, the 11th, uh, this year, and it says the large majority of Christian children, uh, who grow up in a Christian mom, uh, with a Christian mom, sorry, remain Christian as adults. According to new research from the American Bible Society that also shows faith has more staying, you know, in quotation marks, staying power among kids than atheism. Now the, uh, research goes on to actually show that, uh, it is not just Christian, uh, children, uh, any child growing up in a home where there is that Christian influence and atmosphere, most of them actually tend to, uh, remain with the faith. They tend to remain, uh, um, connected with Jesus. And so the research, uh, uh, part of the society, uh, the society's state of the Bible report found that 73% of children who grew up Protestant remained either Protestant or other Christian as adults. 4% are now Catholic, whilst 19% say they identify as an atheist, agnostic, or none. Uh, but please, uh, you know, pay attention to this. The biggest percentage here indicates that truly that uh, uh, someone growing up in a Christian home, they're more likely to actually uh, 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 stick with their faith. And uh, I found that to be encouraging. And uh, I know that uh, with uh, the structure of today's society, there's a lot of uh, challenges that you know, parents have to navigate through. But, but this here is a reminder, Pastor Hugh. I don't know what your thoughts are, but it's a reminder that that Christian influence within the mm. home mm. is actually something, uh, not to overlook. What are your thoughts? Yes. Well, you know, I guess it's a reflection really of, uh, of the nature of who God is. You know, yeah. God is the one who uh, gave birth, if you will, to life. He's yeah. the author of life, the mm. source of all good things. And yes. uh, so all of us, in a sense, very much, uh, are here. His children, you know, uh, as uh, the Gospel mm. of Luke points out, that yes. you know, working back in reverse, it talks yeah. about you know, and this one was the son of this one, son of that one. Oh, yeah. Eventually, you get to Adam, and he said, "Who was the son of God?" That's right. Uh, and uh, so he was the first of many sons and many daughters. Yes. Uh, but ultimately, all of us go back to God. <clears throat> so all of us belong to a family. Amen. Uh, and uh, of course, uh, when it comes to to God, He's always made it clear throughout the Scriptures that uh, He has great love and compassion for His children. Yes. Uh, that His house is a house of of prayer and a house of hope, a house of peace, a, ha- right. a house of justice and righteousness and goodness. Uh, and so in other words, uh, 
where where it all stems from, God's family stems from him right. as the father of us all. So it shouldn't really surprise us then that uh, the greatest impact for the kingdom of God, the greatest uh, transformative change for the good that you'll find in society uh, really will stem from and flow out of uh, the family home, particularly if it's a Christian home. Mm. Uh, and, uh, of course, as that, that old saying uh, goes, that uh, you want to change the world, well, first of all, start in the home. You yeah. change the home, you change uh-huh. the city. You change that city, you change that country, you change mm. The country you change the world, wow. uh, and it all begins in the home. Yes. Uh, but of course, uh, what needs to be at the centre of that <coughs> is uh, the God of all love and joy and peace at the, at the heart of it. And, and he, he, of course, refers to himself as our Father. Uh, and uh, so, as we come up to this Father Day, Father's Day period, sometimes yes. called the Forgotten Day, uh, <laughs> and uh, according to some of your statistics, there, I guess uh, when it comes to God, for some people, our Heavenly Father has become the forgotten one. Mm. Uh, but uh, He never forgets us. You know, Amen. He writes our name upon His hand. Yes. Uh, he He cares for us, even if our mother and father in this world would forget us. Yes. He will never forget us. Amen. Uh, and uh, so, a really appropriate time, I think, to yes. be talking about what you've just raised just yes. now that mm. uh, the importance of fathers the importance of yes. family yes. and of good parenting that's right uh, and uh, so as we come into this Father's Day I, I hope that what we're about to to discuss along these sorts of lines will be really helpful to families out there yeah no definitely mm. thank you thank mm. you so much and uh, friends let's begin with a prayer uh, and then we'll come to the um, to this study let's pray together Father in heaven we invite your presence Lord we ask that as we study from your word under this wonderful and yet timely subject that uh, you may lead us into all truth and understanding. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, Amen. And so, friends, we would like to hear from you. Where are you listening from? And what has been your experience with Faith FM? But more importantly, what is your name and where are you listening from? We, we really find it to be, uh, very encouraging when we know that truly there's someone on the end of, at the end of the line listening. And it's just so amazing just, you know, to just hear that truly there are people actually who are following. So hey, uh, please let us know where are you listening from? It'll be really nice to uh, hear from you. Uh, so we can kind of interact, you know, with one another. But, now, I want to also uh, let you know that we do have a free giveaway. You really don't want to miss out on this one. It's a book uh, titled Values Led Lives, Values Led Lives by Lou Edwards. Now, this book, I'll let you know how to get uh, yourself a copy, but please do stay with us because I want you to... Uh, to uh, listen to what we uh, have for you today and what Pastor Hugh will be sharing. So please uh, do stick around. Text in your thoughts on 0488 That's 0488 Well, let's come to a song and uh, let's just uh, pause for a moment and prepare ourselves for this uh, discussion of today. And uh, we'll, we'll kick it off with a song uh, by Carly Fletcher. Dear Daddy, a song that uh, is so beautiful and the message in itself, you find it to be amazing. Enjoy and we'll be right back.
This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM. Uh, this is the Drive Time program with uh, Hugh Heenan here in the studio. And uh, I can see that uh, there are people uh, struggling to text us. The number is 04888-808-11. So please let us know where you're listening from. I encourage you once again to interact with us. If you have a question, please send send us through your question. If you uh, have a prayer request, please do send us your prayer request. And so friends, once again, the theme for this week has been the Bible and the media in a post-biblical culture. Uh, but uh, the topic for today is how do I guide my children through the media jungle? Uh, let's come to uh, Pastor Hugh and pose this very same question. How do we guide our children, uh, Pastor Hugh, in this 21st, 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 yeah, 21st mm-hmm. century? Yes. Um, seeing that uh, we are bombarded with quite a lot of things and uh, and sad to say that you don't have to even go looking for these things. Sometimes, uh, you, you know, you, you, you can be innocently just, I don't know, uh, browsing, uh, uh, whether it be, uh, in the shops, uh, or, or just be, I don't know, driving here and there. And, and we're just bombarded with a lot of things these days, which, uh, which many of which are not, uh, best. So how do we guide our children? That is the question, really. Mm. Mm, yeah, great question there, Fabiano. And I think, uh, the way you've framed it just makes me think that perhaps we need to think about the context, you know, the, right. the atmosphere and environment within which we're parenting at the current time. Yes. And you've rightly pointed out that we are living in, a, I guess, a time and a space that's uh, no doubt quite different for each one of us compared yeah. to what we ourselves may have grown up in. I think about yes. the rapid changes that uh, have taken place you know, in the case of our grandparents mm. from their childhood to their adulthood, case of our parents yeah. uh, likewise. Uh, yeah. There was also sorts of rapid change, but it seems to have gained ever-increasing momentum. Uh, we are really rocketing along in terms of the many social changes that are happening now, which are very difficult to keep abreast of, let alone ahead of, uh, and sometimes can catch us, uh, really catch us out and catch us by surprise. And uh, and, and that uh, is none more so in the area of being a parent, where our children are, uh, are exposed to things or, or uh, have very nimble uh, adaptive minds and brains and developing all the time, and they, they're in Engaging in things that we've never even heard of yet, yes. uh, and uh, that's uh, particularly true when it comes to social media. Mm. Um, so this is actually an area of great importance in today's world. In, in fact, it's not just us as parents, uh, or those of us who are guardians, or those who are significant adults in the lives of children. I really would encourage all our listeners. By the way, yeah. uh, if you're not an adult, I'm sorry, not an adult. <laughs> there might be some uh, <laughs> adult-sized kids out there. That's true. But <laughs> let me rephrase that. Uh, if you're if you're a, uh, not a parent, but you're an adult. You can still have a great, uh, profound, and positive influence in the lives of the children around you just by knowing their names and getting to know them and hear their stories. Yes. Uh, Sometimes, and I want to say this as a parent, just by the way. Parents like Fabiano, myself, and other parents, mm-hmm. uh, we need godly uh, adult influences in the lives yes. of our children. That's right. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I just want to say that uh, if you're thinking, well, I'm not a parent, this is not for me, mm. perhaps this is equally for you as it is for any parent that's out there. That's right. Uh, look, it's not just us as adults and as parents that are behind the eight ball quite often when it comes to these issues. Uh, I'm reminded of the saying that uh, science often trails common sense, uh, and the government often trails science. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm reminded uh, just recently of all the different legislation that the government, uh, state and federal, is trying to catch up on when it comes to social sciences, when it comes to vaping, for example. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is also very true in the in the whole uh, internet and uh, social media space as right. well. <clears throat> and so... Uh, yeah, when you've got technology exploding in the private sector, in our personal lives with, you know, unprecedented rapidity, um, then, uh, really, uh, it's, it's no surprise then that uh, both the positives and the negatives of social media are beginning to become evident after the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, just recently, I was, I was really quite uh, fascinated by this comment and it actually comes from, of all people, the United States Surgeon General. So this is from a health standpoint now. Right. Uh, and he was saying this just a few months ago, back in May. He said that uh, our children have become unknowing participants in a decades-long experiment. Wow. Interesting uh, way yeah. of looking at things, yeah. isn't it, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, in fact, <clears throat> it's it's been shown that uh, children, particularly from the age of ten to nineteen, are, they're still in a very pivotal stage of their their self and uh, brain development. Uh, and you know, if if you're like me and you've got a teenager at home, then you'll know just how susceptible they are to social pressures and risk taking uh, or at risk uh, behaviours. Uh, and uh, in fact, mental health challenges such as depression quite often begin to emerge uh, in this stage of of life. Uh, but especially for those who are very immersed in the social media space. And I'm going to share a couple of statistics with you. Um, It's interesting to note that the kids who spend over three hours on a daily basis on social media face double the risk of experiencing poor mental health outcomes, including symptoms of depression and anxiety. Now, that that sounds oh wow that that sounds like a, quite a significant statistic but right. it, it really is when you consider that that is less than the average amount of time yes. that today's teenagers are already spending on social media per day correct yeah so mm. in other words average social media use essentially doubles troubled mental health symptoms in teenagers that is sad it really yeah. is difficult and sad yeah. for many parents and for the teens themselves mm. uh, and in fact uh, one in four uh, eight through tenth graders so you know I guess we're talking about uh, those in their early to mid teens uh, are spending over five hours a day on social media so they're well above that average uh, and uh, and of course when you take into account not only the the mental health instabilities the the results when it comes to bad sleep or how it might impede their healthy uh, social development yeah. uh, there's also cyberbullying. Uh, there's also body image and uh, eating disorder uh, problems that uh, young people tend to face as well. Or this whole FOMO, fear of missing out, um, yeah. uh, mentality that, wow. that can take a hold. And and we're seeing today an exponential rise when it comes to neuroticisms. Mm. Uh, and a lot of that comes down to uh, deep fixations upon what's happening. Uh, in an addictive sense, yes. uh, on the screen in front of them for our teenagers wow. who are not yet fully capable of handling the social stressors that, that come with uh, uh, with uh, being exposed to all manner of different uh, 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 negative social influences yes. uh, or even um, you know, they're being bombarded with uh, just social influences full stop yeah. uh, online. Uh, and of course, then then that's not even taking into account what uh, children today can sometimes stumble across that normalize 
criminalizes self-harm and cutting and suicide and hateful content and risk-taking challenges uh, and, of course, uh, those who want to take advantage of our young people and groom them uh, as well, uh, online as well. Um, so what are we to do about this? And, uh, and I think that's why just painting that picture helps us to consider why this is so critically important mm. in today's world for any parent, but especially for a Christian parent who wants uh, for their children not to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of their mind uh, by the work of God and His Spirit. Uh, And of course, there's nothing the world can do can help our kids to be transformed in their mind and in their heart uh, to receive God's best and to have that deep inner peace that uh, no storm can take away. Mm. The world can't provide that. Uh, And um, especially if our children are immersed in that continual social media storm yes. uh, that can rage so often. So wow. what are we to do about this? Uh, mm-hmm. Because a lot of parents are very concerned about it. Um, yeah. You know, when it comes to, I just want to maybe add this other thought as well. All right. When it comes to <clears throat> to uh, uh, the companies that are out there, uh, that are in the social media space, all the different platforms. I'm not going to name them because yeah. I, don't, I don't want to uh, name and shame. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's quite clear. Uh, there was a few years ago. There was a Netflix uh, docudrama called The Social Dilemma. Don't know if you right. caught that. No, I haven't. Uh, I haven't. And yeah. uh, that was back in 2020. Right. Uh, and I'm just going to share a few quotes from that uh, okay. with you. One is from an entrepreneur, Jeff Seibert, uh, who's very involved in this space. <clears throat> and he said, "What I want people to know is that everything they're doing online is being watched." is being tracked. Every single action you take is carefully monitored and recorded. Uh, and then uh, Justin Rosenstein, a, a you know, former engineer for Google and for Facebook, um, he said that our attention is the product being sold to advertisers. Wow. So in other words, we're the product. Mm. Uh, and uh, Jaron Lehner, who's a computer scientist, uh, uh, he says this, he says, it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and your own perception that is the product. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's a it's an intrusion into the way that not not just what we're exposed to, but even the way that we think. Um, and the more time that you someone spends on social media, the more tailored those platforms will begin to uh, to develop to match your interests and your opinions. They'll reinforce your confirmation biases. They'll stroke your ego. They'll pull you back in more frequently. They'll hold your attention longer. Uh, and uh, before you know it, especially as a parent, you're finding that uh, your children are being parented by somebody or something mm. else. Can, can wow. you imagine something more terrifying than that, your, that your is children? Very scary. Your yeah, children being parented yeah. by uh, uh, by the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, uh, the, the algorithms okay. uh, online. Uh, that, wow. that's, uh, yeah. that's quite a, quite a, a thing to take on board, mm. don't you think? Yeah. 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 No, very scary indeed because, um, you know, as, as parents, we, are many a times, um, praying and hoping that, you know, we, that we, that we do our best mm. and that these children, by God's help, can actually become uh, good uh, citizens and uh, not only of the world here, but also uh, that they, we can prepare them to become citizens of the uh, kingdom uh, of God as well. Mm. But yeah, hearing that, you know, that thought which you have just shared there, it's quite scary because, you know, it's just, you know, I can picture this as you trying to do the best that you can, but yet there is another power behind the scene that mm. is just pretty much, you know, undoing what you're doing or even, you know, uh, doing far more, uh, than what you are trying to do, you know, but obviously with a negative, um, uh, aspect to it. And so it, it is quite scary. Mm, yes, that's right. And I wonder for those who are listening, those who are following friends, what has been your 
your experience uh, mm-hmm. with the um, with media. So please do share that uh, on zero four triple eight. Eight oh eight eleven. Mm. And, and just on that too, you've got a special offer today, haven't you? Ah, uh, yes, we do have a special offer, and this, friends, is one of those books that you really don't want to miss, especially uh, if you're interested in this uh, subject of uh, parenting, uh, or even uh, you know being an influencer or a mentor to uh, uh, the young generation. Uh, it is the book Values Led Lives by Lou Edwards. If you're interested in this free giveaway, in fact, let me. Tell you how you can actually secure yourself a copy. Just text the word SA133. That is the abbreviation for South Australia, SA133. So once you text that to 048 or the Faith FM giveaway bot to reply asking for your uh, details so that way we can actually deliver that to you. So please uh, do uh, secure yourself a copy of the, uh, you know, Values Led Lives by Lou Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, uh, <clears throat> clearly then, uh, as parents, we, we're becoming more and more aware of the fact that, uh, uh, whilst we, as particularly as Christian parents, we want to be replaced. Right. You know, we, we want to, over time, replace ourselves, yeah. uh, in the lives of our children with their Heavenly Father, with, uh, with knowing that, uh, even if we are no longer on the scene, let's right. say, God yes, forbid, yes. that we were to die prematurely, mm-hmm. that our children, and ultimately that's going to happen, yeah. uh, that our children, uh, even into their adult years, they'll always know that they have a place called home. They always know that mm. uh, God is their father, he cares about them, and he loves them with an unsearchably great love yes. um, that will never let them go uh, and uh, will always nurture them and, and, and uh, uh, be there for them. That's right. Uh, never leave them nor forsake them, So as, as Jesus says. So um, this is what we want for our children. But in the meantime, we don't want to be displaced no. uh, by those who merely see our children yes. as a product. Mm. They don't see our children from a parenting perspective. They see our children as a product, correct? Uh, and uh, from a promotional marketing perspective, so look, parents are. Uh, this is a Barna research now. They they've right. indicated if you're a parent that's worried about this, you're okay. not alone because Barna has pointed out here that uh, that of the top issues uh, or the top struggles that parents have when it comes to guiding their children's spiritual formation, well, guess what? They are the biggest of them is peer influences, right? That both in the real world. Yes. As well as in the online world, oh, yes. uh, and uh, that's at thirty-five percent. But then, right behind it is digital content at thirty-one percent, video wow. games at thirty percent, uh, and uh, and then after that, you got busyness, and then social media, and then internet searches for okay. inappropriate material, mm. uh, and then and then alongside of that, near the bottom there is family struggles. So you can see that uh, many of the great struggles that parents are, uh, are facing today, when it comes to helping their children to know uh, how uh, how much love that they are by God. Uh, and to help them to have a, a clear sense of their identity and have security and uh, to have it affirmed of how much worth they are in the eyes of their parents as well as that of their heavenly parent, that the biggest struggle they're having is in the online space. Wow. And uh, and so if you're struggling with this as a parent, you're certainly not alone. So what do we do about this? Well, I think when it comes to this, oftentimes we want to look for quick fixes. We want to look for Band-Aids. And yeah. we want to look for, uh, I guess, methods that we can apply to our kids. But yeah. Look, let's face it. Um, are we then perhaps just shooting our children like a product as well? <laughs> exactly. uh, maybe the place we need to start is to search our own hearts mm. uh, and to consider, uh, yeah. you know, as, as a parent, 
um, or, or one who's now become a parent. Yeah. One of the things that I've found, Fabiano, is that uh, as a parent, I'm now learning to grow up more mm. <laughs> than yeah. what I did when yeah. I was supposedly growing up as an adolescent. Wow. Because uh, now I'm starting to have to develop yes. uh, uh, a maturity that goes beyond that of simply receiving, but now actually giving and, and having wow. a servant heart and yes, really, I yes. guess, reflecting uh, the servant heart of God. That's right. Uh, and that, if there's anything that our children need the most, uh, yes. it is to know that uh, that uh, they have an unconditionally loving God. And, and that's something which sometimes they can find hard to see when they're being bombarded by the media jungle. Mm. Uh, but when it's exemplified in their parents' life right in front of them, yeah. uh, then it becomes far easier for them to see. Now, I'm not trying to suggest or add any sort of level of further guilt or, or anxiety <laughs> or pressure upon parents. I mean, well, you and I are parents as well. Yes. Um, but I think really, and I'm just speaking for myself here, that the best place to start is to search your own hearts mm. uh, and to see, you know, what is it that God wants to speak into my life wow. uh, to help me uh, to deal with the pressures I'm facing so that yes. in turn I have something to give of positive, lasting, and enduring legacy and value to my children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, you know, for example, um, you know, by God's grace, <laughs> sometimes it takes us a while to realize that uh, m- maybe we have a need for approval mm. uh, that plays out in our parenting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, and this can, this can take place in a couple of different ways. Uh, so for example, uh, some parents out there, and, and there's often one parent, say for example, it's a two parent home. Yes, yes. Um, because not every home is like that, right, mm. these days. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but let's say it's a two parent home. Quite often one parent finds themselves on one extreme, the other parent on the other extreme. Wow. Uh, and what I mean by that is that maybe one parent says, you know, I, I don't want my kid to be, left out or to look uncool mm. with their friends. I want them to be able to keep up with the play. I want them yeah. to be accepted by their peers. Mm. Um, and so maybe that parent is also thinking, well, I don't want to look outdated to my kids. Yeah. You know, I, I'd rather be loved by them uh, than truly love them with courage and conviction. Right. Uh, and then perhaps there might be another one, uh, another parent on the other side of things uh, that is perhaps um, starting to move in the direction of, you know, well, I just really want to uh, – control all that's going on in my kid's life uh, and, uh, you know, want to um, handle this murky terrain of disciplining my children, uh, but from my own comfort zone. So, you know, you're going to do what I tell you to do, and this is how you're going to do it without really sitting down to understand mm. uh, where they're coming from. And so, <laughs> yeah. in both cases, what we're dealing with here yeah. is is an idol in our life. Yeah. You know, the yeah. idolatrous need for approval on one hand, yes. or maybe the idolatrous need for power on the other. That's correct. Uh, and so, maybe this is why um, it gets even harder when uh, you're a single-parent household. So, if you're a single-parent household out there, yeah. um, then my heart really goes out to you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I guess I just really encourage people out there to look for Mm-hmm. Single parent mm-hmm. mums or single parent dads who, who might yeah. just need that extra assistance in this space. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm. No, that that that's quite powerful, Pastor. Uh, we just uh, maybe take a break and uh, just meditate on what you have just shared there. Um, and you know, this truly reminds me of um, a statement that uh, I've heard a number of times that says the most powerful. Uh, argument in favor of Christianity that, uh, that, that, that one could give is, uh, 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 pretty much, you know, a Christian who is loving and who is lovable. Mm. Uh, and uh, the heart of the, uh, statement, though I may not remember, you know, word by word of that statement, but at the heart of it is the fact that, uh, 
our lives are a powerful uh, testimony, and um, and uh, you know our children will learn and they will imitate and you know in a sense our parenting really comes back to us uh, like you're saying and um, we don't need to look very far and may God help us all of mm. us really in this because mm. uh, it is um, something that we all have to learn by God's help uh, it is something that uh, does not come easy uh, and so uh, really yeah this is something really to pray about that you know we may actually look at ourselves first before mm. we think about you know all these other before things. Before we go to a break though can I just maybe add a little hope to the whole picture okay. here yeah. and, and, and it's in line with what you've just been saying right. because God is going to help you Amen. in this. You're not yes. alone in this no oh, matter yes. what your situation happens to be or what you're facing in the social media space for your child Yeah. Uh, and so remember what God said to Joshua he said when he was facing entering a land that was strange and foreign to him yes. he said be strong and courageous don't be frightened don't be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go Wow! and wherever he went through God was with him uh-huh. uh, the prophet Isaiah put it this way he said in Isaiah 41 13 he says for I am the Lord your God who holds your right hand mm. I am here to help you do not be afraid thank and, you and so God will help you in the in this in the difficult struggles you might face as a parent and I think all of us as parents need to be parented by a loving God who can help us in these struggles amen amen mm. and so now we come to a song by John Paul Kernut, Train Up a Child. Uh, friends, once again, as we think and uh, uh, meditate on the words which we have just heard, I pray that, uh, yeah, you may share something once again. 04888-80811. Train up a child In the way that he should go When he is old He will not depart from it Train up a child In the path that she should take And when she is old She will not forsake it Try to live the kind of life You'd have your children lead Living, loving, laughing every day Taking Jesus as your guide In all you do and say Let him gently lead you all the way Train up a child In the way that he should go when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child in the path that she should take. And when she is old, she will not forsake it. Let your voice be filled. Let your face be bright Let your touch be warming as the sun Show your love, don't hide it ever Let it be like rain Freshening a heaven here below 
child In the way that he should go And when he is old He will not depart from it Train up a child In the path that she should take When she is old Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Fabiano here in the studio with uh, uh, Hugh Heenan as our, our co-host for today. He's been sharing with us on the topic, how do I guide my children through the media jungle? Now, friends, we have a wonderful giveaway. Just in case you missed it, it is Values Led Lives by Lou Edwards. If you want to get hold of this uh, uh, free giveaway, just send us this following code word, SA133. SA as in the abbreviation for South Australia, SA133. Send that to the number 04888-80811. And we'll make sure that you get your free giveaway. Friends, let's come back to this subject. Uh, once again, how do we guide our children um, through the uh, the media jungles of today? Obviously, we have learned uh, a number of important uh, pointers here. Number one, obviously, we ourselves as parents need to look at ourselves as well. But secondly, God can help us. Uh, and uh, obviously, there's a lot, a lot more which uh, uh, Hugh is going to share with us. So, without further ado, I'll just once again uh, come back to Hugh. Is there anything else, Father? Uh, uh, <laughs> father, <laughs> you are a father. Is there anything else? One father to another. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, and shout out to all the fathers out there. I know yes. the you know the third of September, uh, which is coming this weekend, is a special day. So, hey, this is a reminder to both of us. Mm. And so, yeah, is there anything, uh, Hugh, that you like to share once again on this very timely subject? Yeah, well, it's very timely for me, I must say, because um, you know, just recently, it wasn't that long ago, we went for a family holiday, <laughs> and uh, you know, we had all sorts of things planned. And it was a wonderful holiday too. I mean, we we went uh, to all different parts of South Australia. Right. Uh, went up into the mountains. Went down by the sea. We had uh, time at the beach. It was a uh, uh, you know swimming, uh, walking, trekking, yeah. uh, doing family activities, lots of uh, fun game field activities, uh, uh, eating out at nice uh, places. You know, sort of that that sort of thing that you you set aside at a certain time of year, so you know that you've got time together as a family. It's the wow. most precious gift that you can give to each other: your time, love, That's affection, amazing. and attention. Yes. And. Um, I was struck by just how powerful uh, the hold that social media or online or simply just devices really can have upon the mind when it became clear that at least one of our children, and to some extent all of them, uh, were quite resistant to the idea of being pulled away for <laughs> X number of days or weeks yeah. uh, from their devices. Mm. Uh, and uh, that's when I realized that these devices had become like a, like a vice yes. uh, upon them. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and it was quite a shock to realize that and it took me back to when I was a child you know, when, I was, yes. when I was a child I didn't grow up as a Christian initially yeah. uh, and uh, the TV was always on in our household and 
uh, it had a grip on me. Wow. But uh, when when I got away, in fact, even to this day, if yes. I walk into someone's home, the TV's on, uh-huh. guess where my gaze tends to go? And that's, oh, that's right. my, my attention <laughs> and my focus begins to shift. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and uh, uh, however, that's why in our household, we've never had a TV mm. since I've left home. Wow. Uh, and so our children have never known what it's like to have a TV in the house. Yeah. Uh, but uh, once uh, the need for devices at school came along, yes. uh, things began to shift and change. Oh, Let me tell you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and so I've learned along the way uh, that there's, there's certain things we can do, mm. and, and no doubt some of this will resonate with parents out there as well. Yes. But I just want to start out by saying, again, search our hearts first. Consider the example that we're setting with respect to how we use our devices. And I think all of us, and I say this as I sit here holding my phone in my hand and uh, with my computer in front of me as well, um, <laughs> that uh, you know everything we do in life almost these days yes. relates in everyday life and tasks relates back to the online space. Mm. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, what are our kids seeing? Yeah. And what are we communicating to them? Mm-hmm. Um, but look, hey, look, when it comes down to, to sitting with your, your child and working through some of these things, right. um, I think we need to come to it with not a condemnatory or accusative approach yes. and to say, hey, look, what are you doing? Don't you realize? Da, yeah, da, da, da. Yeah. But rather instead to, to come to them with the same attitude with which Christ Jesus came as a servant who came to love and to save mm. uh, and uh, to show a better way. Yes. Uh, not just in terms of what he was going to rescue them to, but the manner with which he did so. Yes. Uh, and so in our interventions, I just really want to encourage us, just like Jesus, to come to your children and to do so in a way that says, you know, that, that the Son of Man didn't come to condemn mm. the world, but to save the world yeah. through him. Uh, now, we don't have to save the world. That's been done for us. Praise God. We Amen. can rest. Our identity can rest in that, and we can yes. be assured of our worth in the sight of God. And that's something we need to then uh, transmit to our kids. Mm. Uh, and so without coming alongside of them and accusing them, but rather instead alongside of them as a fellow learner. Right. And say, hey, look, this is this is where I struggle or where I, I uh, uh, need to be mindful. Yes. Uh, and this is what helps me. And then helping them to understand as well that, uh, hey, look, this is very real for dad. This is really mm. real for mum. Yeah. Uh, and particularly, hopefully, you're working together as a team on this. That's right. Not pulling in two different directions, but yes. working together. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and then your kids can begin to realize where where this is coming from. It's coming from empathy. It's coming from a desire for, uh, yeah. you know, uh, a soft-hearted desire for, for their best good. So, yes. so when the discipline comes along, they realize where it's really coming from. Yes. Um, and so, for example, in our household, and um, this is, I guess, I, I live in an apple um Ecosystem. Ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> Most of us do. <laughs> and, and so I found something really helpful in my, my case. And so apologies to those who don't use Apple, but um, I found screen time. Uh, oh, on yeah. your iPhone mm-hmm. to be really very helpful in this regard. So people will always say to you, you know, make sure that, uh, that you have apps that control what your kids are exposed to, how long they're exposed to, et cetera. Well, let me just tell you, screen time has changed our lives. Yeah. Uh, and so screen time on your iPhone uh, and along with that downtime and app limits and communication limits and what's allowed and what's not allowed and content and privacy restrictions, it's all right. at the touch of a button. Mm. Your kids can't get at it because it's on your phone and it's password protected. Yeah. Uh, and it's password protected not just for your phone but also for that part of your phone as well. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that, that's a really helpful tool in the hands of any any loving parent. Uh, and and, uh, and, and then alongside of that, to really encourage your kids uh, and exemplify for them and come alongside of them in this regard to have unplugged, unstructured times. Yes. <clears throat> you know, but also to have times set aside for getting things done first, mm. having a routine when they get home. Yeah. In our case, in our household, we, we actually have uh, uh, it set up so that 
uh, they can only use their device when they're at school. And of course, school already has boundaries where this is concerned. Mm. Uh, and then once they are on the bus and coming back, uh-huh. uh, then of course, um, uh, then they, they, it starts to kick in. They, they can't use their devices from that point on unless you give them permission to do so. Right. And then what we do is we, we make sure that they're in the same space as us. Yes. Uh, or at least that it's in an open space. Right. Uh, that it's not to be going going back to their bedrooms. It's not yeah. going to happen in that space at all. Mm. Uh, and uh, you know, to we, we don't actually allow them to. Use, I have to be upfront with you. We actually don't allow them to use social media at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so that uh, it doesn't interfere. Uh, with their lives and bring all the pressures that we described earlier in the program mm. into their life. They, they don't need that. They need no, a, they need a nurturing environment within which they right, can grow and right. develop. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and you know, I just wanted to add that um, life has a lot to offer. There's a lot of things that we have to deal with in life, and uh, mm. adding on to that, mm-hmm. it really isn't uh, the best thing. Really, uh, yes. yeah. No, I I, I do uh, once again um, relate. Because we ourselves, uh, you know, we've got little ones. Uh, I mean, our first child is uh, uh, five years of age, but still, we also have made a similar decision to start practicing these principles ourselves. Uh, because I know that uh, it, it can be uh, very difficult if you're not principled yourself uh, to then try to help another person, you know, because, you know, those little ones are you know, your brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, so it, it can be very difficult and sometimes hypocritical if you yourself, are, you know, you know, you're not uh, practicing that which you're, you know, trying to encourage them to practice. And so we also have, uh, you know, had to make some of those uh, decisions. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. I, I have to admit, it's not easy even for us as adults. And I can only imagine for them now, uh, 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 you know, when they're still younger. That's right. Uh, and so really, uh, yeah, we need uh, we need to be uh, thinking about these things. Well, we really do. And and just a few other quick thoughts on that one too is that uh, is to discuss and talk through limits. Right. Uh, to talk about uh, uh, what what is permitted. To always seek permission before using a device, uh-huh. uh, before installing any new apps. Uh, all devices must be turned in, yeah. turned off uh, before bedtime. And in our case, what we do is we have a quiet time. So we have a right. quiet time that's uh, at least half an hour before bedtime. Wonderful. And that we find that really helpful for for family time and. For Yes. slowly making our way towards bed. Um, at mealtimes, no one should have a device. Mm. Now, that's, yeah. that's a time for gathering because, you know, what your kids most want for dinner is you. They don't yes. want they don't what's, on, what's on the plate. They want to know what's on your plate, what's in your life, and to share that together. Uh, and, uh, and, and to understand that their device is not a privilege – uh, sorry, it's a privilege, but it's it's not a right, mm. not an automatic right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, but in all of this, to maintain an open dialogue, to to seek to help them to understand, rather than simply to direct and uh, and command. That's right. Uh, and in everything, to hold it up to the cross, um, and so to always be asking. Uh, is this actually going to lead us closer to the one who loves us so much he gave his life for us? Or is it going to lead us further away from, from God? Mm. Uh, and to understand that, um, that we are, we might be in the world, but we don't need to be of the world. Uh, and, uh, and to help them to, to see that, uh, that the love that God has for them, uh, doesn't need to be interfered with by the love of things in the world that will take them away from from uh, from his best plan for their lives. And so, look, there's so much more I would love to share. I'm really mindful of the fact that the time <laughs> is getting away from us. Uh, yeah. But let's, let me just quickly share a couple of verses mm-hmm. to close. Okay. Um, <clears throat> parents, please be mindful that this is not just a simple th- part of everyday life. 
but uh, that is the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and verse 23 that above all else, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. Uh, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. In other words, be careful where your eyes Land, you know, is it is it upon the screen, or, or is it upon your savior, uh, and uh, and and uh, in all of that, um, <clears throat> to make a determination, make a commitment, yeah. uh, as Psalm one hundred three and one hundred one verse three says, uh, to to set no worthless thing before our eyes. That's correct. Uh, but to hate the work or those things of those who are then led to be falling away. Um, let it not fasten its grip on me, but instead let me be found in the in the loving, nurturing, uh, compassionate hand of of God. Uh, and uh, so, look, if we can transmit, if we can convey uh, to our children the profound impacts that uh, these devices and uh, social media um, environments can have upon them that are quite deleterious and negative to them, but at the same time talk about um, you know what what their future can look like. Yeah. As they as they uh, include daily habits that lead them closer to the heart of God and Him for them, uh, if we can if we can set that before them each day, uh, then uh, we will begin to see a greater um, we'll begin to see positive changes in our children's life. And let me just quickly say this: um, when we have uh, approached this, yes, we've we've looked at this and we've approached it in these sorts of ways. We see profound differences in our children. Mm-hmm. Uh, within a matter of hours, days, or weeks, yes. they're like a different person. They're a better person Amen. than what they were wow. when they were uh, addicted and fixated on things below rather than having the freedom of space and of time and of thought to fix their, their minds on things above and the best things of God. So we really want to encourage our parents. Uh, and if there's anything more that, uh, that you'd like to explore in this space, we have lots of different uh, material like this. Uh, and uh, that goes deeper again uh, on Faith FM on our website. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Hugh. And uh, this program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.